yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Pastor Kevin Rollins would blow the trumpet ministries. Today's message is entitled Sweet Smelly Feet. Come and join us every Sunday, 1130 a.m. 1609 Havana Street, Aurora, Colorado, 80010. Today's scripture is Matthew 20, 26 through 27. It is not this way among you, but whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, it's all about you, Lord. Because we are nothing without you, God. It's not about self-elevation. It's about elevating God. And we just thank you, Lord, to be able to have the privilege to be able to be chosen, to be able to be used by a guy like you, Lord. Father, we just thank you that we humble ourselves right now, Father, in the presence of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. In biblical times, the people wore sandals. The roads were dusty and their feet would become filthy. It was customary that the lowest ranking servant would wash your feet. Jesus rose from the table, removed his outer garment, wrapped a towel around his waist, and nailed at the first disciple's feet. Jesus loosened the sandals from the disciple's feet. He poured water into the basin. I wonder, did Jesus think of pouring his life into the disciples for three years, pouring out his blood on the cross, bathing his followers in his righteousness? Have you ever got your feet dirty in your Christian walk? How did you get the mud off of your feet? Did you scrub them or did you wash them several times? We walk around in a dirty world. And we must place our feet and hands into Jesus' hands. We must be aware that dirt is on our feet and sin is what makes our feet dirty. We must allow the Holy Spirit to teach us correct us, comfort us, and cleanse us. Jesus sends us on a purified walk to serve others, to wash their feet, and to become a servant of others. He has equipped us for every good work, and he is increasing our love for others as we obey his leading. He equips us when we put our feet in his hands. Jesus pointedly contrasts Simon's neglect of even giving him water for his feet 
with the woman washing his feet with tears and wiping them with her hair. On the last evening of his life, Jesus washed the disciples' feet. Their prayer heightened by the anticipations of place in the Masonic kingdom whose crisis they immediately expected prevented their doing this service for each other. Possibly the same pride has expressed itself on this same evening in a controversy about places at the table. Jesus, conscious of his divine dignity and against Peter's pro protest, performed for them this lowest service. His act of humility actually cleansed their hearts of selfish ambition, killed their pride, and taught them the lesson of love. Sweet, smelly feet remains memorable in the nostrils. Jesus washed the dirty, encrusted, calloused, and smelly feet of his disciples. More significantly, he did it in the midst of dinner. Jesus, in this immortal ceremony of feet washing, annihilates the ulterior motives of power, prestige, and self-evaluation that lingers in the mind of so many. Let us use Jesus' example for washing feet help us to live as divine servants, instrument of God's peace, and vessels of God's love. What a great encouragement this is for you and me. You see, Jesus loves with the same kind of love with which he loved his disciples. Jeremiah tells us that it is an everlasting love. Paul tells us that nothing will ever be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Regardless of what transpires in your life and mind, we are loved perfectly, unconditionally and eternally with the awesome agape love of Almighty God. Jesus has one purpose. Jesus had one purpose when he came to this world. And that purpose was to die for sin. He accomplished his purpose on behalf of every man. He did this because of his great love for you. His great love for me. In fact, the cross is absolute, indisputable proof of his love. You may discount everything else God has ever done for you and write it off as luck or whatever, but you will never be able to shrug off the death of Jesus on the cross for your sins. The cross stands as a monument to the awesome love of God for you and me. I stand amazed. When I consider all that the Lord has done, is doing, and will do in my life, He has loved me beyond my mental comprehension. 
After all, there's no merit in any one of us to commend us to God. If we got what we deserve, we would all be in hell today. But thank God he does not give us that which we deserve. He gives us that which we do not. Rule with the heart of a servant, serve with the heart of a king. Like Jesus, I'll remain a servant till I die. Like royalty disguised in rags, those who live to serve undertake a higher calling, which most folks overlook. Serve others and you will live a blessed life. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, that you have given us opportunity to be blessed and thankful and to live a blessed life by serving others and serving you, Father. Dear Lord, it's such an awesome privilege to serve a mighty God, Father. I just thank you as I bow on my knees right now, Father, dear Lord, and thank you for your blessed assurance, Father. Oh, how I love you. Oh, how I love you. And we just thank you. We praise you. And we just ask that you be magnified in us, Father. We need more of you and less of us, Father. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Kevin Rollins with Blow the Trumpet Ministries. If you want to be a blessing to blow the trumpet, go to Giveify. Look for the Blow the Trumpet logo, the man blowing the shofar. God bless you. Do you want to talk shit on Sunday morning?